0: Welcome to Wealth Consciousness, where we take the inner intuitive journey to living your heart's desire. I'm your host, Susan Hanstead, therapist by training, entrepreneur by nature. In each episode, we will start the dialogue necessary to understand that to scale your business, you must scale your heart, mind, and soul. We will up-level the goal-setting, dig deep, strengthen your discipline conversation, to a how-to clear path to deconstructing your habits and training your mind to release the limiting beliefs and live in limitless possibility. Your extraordinary life is right around the corner. It's really quite easy once you learn to trust yourself. Join me now in your next breath. Hello and welcome to this episode of Wealth Consciousness. I'm super excited to be with you today and I hope you will honor the intention of this podcast and that is to get you out of your scroll and have your attention, your awareness in this present moment. So as always, we are going to start off by doing a little relaxation technique and we're going to talk today about why finding your center and getting your calm on (laughs) finding your focus is so very important to our well-being but what we're going to start with today is we're going to start with the idea that most of us hold our breath when we have a stressful moment stressful conversation stressful day and so I want you to bring your awareness to your breath at this time if you have the opportunity to close your eyes that would be perfect But if not, you could still pay attention to your breath. And I'd like you to try to take in a nice, big, deep breath in through your nose. And I'd like you to see if you could fill the body up with breath all the way down to your toes. So in your imagination, if you could breathe in through the nose, fill the entire body up with breath. And then on the exhale, with the most exaggerated exhale you can find, release that breath out of the body. So I'd like for you to try that a couple of times, maybe two or three. For those of you who are having a stressful day, maybe you're gonna need five. (laughs) But what I'd like you to do is take in such a deep breath and really think about the idea of filling up the entire body with air, allowing that air to reach all the way to your fingertips, all the way to the top of your head, all the way down to your toes, And then when that's all filled up, then I would like for you to use the most exaggerated exhale and push that breath back out of the body. So what we're doing right now is bringing our attention to one thing at a time, and that's just your breath. And then also paying attention to the stress that's in the body. And then also giving all of our attention to the act of releasing stress out of the body. So I hope that you'll do two or three of those big long breaths with me. And then when you have released that last big exhale, I'd like you to just sort of notice the state of your physical body. Today we're gonna talk about all that chatter that goes on in our heads and so when you're ready just to return to your natural rhythm of breathing i'd like you to notice if your shoulders have dropped at all if you've let go of the tension in your jaw if you've been able to release out of your lower back And perhaps if you haven't been able to do those things quite yet, then you'll still intentionally breathe and take in inhales just a little bit longer than usual as you listen to this podcast. And then perhaps you'll also release those breaths just a little bit longer than you usually would. Today, I want to talk about a conversation that's been going on quite a bit in our community recently, and in the phrases that we learned as kids that we've been sort of programmed with in our communities and in the environments that we were raised in. And so I want you to think for just a quick moment about some of those childhood greats. (laughs) In other words, some of those phrases that you may have heard as a child uh, along the lines of who do you think you are? Or perhaps you heard the phrase, did you think about that before you did it? And so think for a second, you know, maybe at this point in your life, it may actually even be funny that somebody would actually have said those words to you. And then perhaps you've even said them to your own kids at one time or another. But these phrases that we use when we're frustrated as parents have a lasting effect. And so all of us who have been raised even by a well-intended parents have these phrases in our mind, whether we're talking about accomplishments or whether we're talking about um, what we want out of our life. Many times we got messaged that that's really not going to be acceptable to someone in your environment. So I'd like for you to think for a second, what else did you hear? Did you hear who do you think you are? Did you hear... um, Those phrases of, you know, did you think before you did that or did you think you could do that or people like us don't do that. People like us don't make that kind of money. We don't drive expensive cars. We don't run businesses. People like us aren't entrepreneurs. We're hardworking, well-educated people, whatever that might be. But I'd like you to think about this idea that those phrases have had a lasting effect. Sometimes they make us overachievers which looks pretty socially acceptable, right? But what I notice in our community, in the wealth consciousness community here at Institute of Possibility Thinking, is that we can't scale a business if we can't manage our self-talk. So today I want to talk about four ways to get back to focus, because as entrepreneurs, it's tough. Right There's always a to-do list that is longer than there are hours in the day. And so it's really important to have these sort of anchor, anchor tools to help us to get out of the noise in our head, learn how to identify when the noise doesn't work for us, and then also how to release that thought, how to release those emotions that have been held in the body from phrases like, who do you think you are? Now, maybe you had great parents and you don't remember hearing those phrases, but perhaps you heard it somewhere at work, or perhaps you heard it from someone else's family or an extended family member. These phrases are super important because they add to that sort of critical parent that lives within most of our heads if we are overachievers. So I'd like you to think about this. These four ways that we are going to get back to our focus, get back to center when we start to pay attention to our self-talk. So I see it in high achievers and in our members every day. I see this need to be smarter, faster, quicker, and also to people please in some ways that really get in the way of our clarity on what's most important to us, right? So so sometimes this people-pleasing doesn't come out as being, you know, the thing that we lead with. It just happens to be sort of something that lives in our head. So we think, well, I couldn't really do that because what would people think, right? It's one more phrase to think about. What would people think? So what I'd like us to do today is talk about this idea of why bringing our attention to our own self-talk can help us to then see it for what it is and then release it in our next breath. And so how do we know when we're working from our limiting beliefs and our self-talk that doesn't work for us? How do we know when that's happening? Maybe you think you actually aren't listening to the negative self-talk in your head. But here's the key that I would be looking for so that you know, there I am again. And that is to look for their emotional reaction that comes up when you have an emotional reaction in the day to an employee, to a spouse, to a vendor, to looking at any aspect of your business. That emotional response tells me that there is a limiting belief that's being triggered. And so we're going to talk today about this idea of managing our self-talk and how that self-talk can actually be turned into our superpower. So here are the four ways that I want to offer this to you today. The first way to Take that self-talk and have it turn around for us. Use it for our best and highest good is to take notice of it. So the first thing that I would suggest for you today is to look at where you have an emotional response and where you have an emotional reaction, frustration, anger, whatever might come up for you. Then I'd like for you to just start to notice the idea that when you've had that emotional response, And it's triggering some of that negative self-talk that's in your head. Then I'd like you to ask yourself, what would you have to believe in order to shift this? So what would I have to believe if a situation is frustrating or a situation is in which someone's telling me, no, you can't do that? Or who do you think you are? Then the thing we want to look at is that that response actually could be the very place where we can bring resolution. So what I mean by that is that that who do you think you are phrase might bring up some good emotion, but at the same time, it challenges us to clarify exactly who we think we are. In other words, we are not what other people think we are, although we are only defined by who we think we are. So I'd like you to think about that for a second and, and then take that into practice. So when you have an emotional response to something, to a phrase, or even to your own critical inner voice, I'd like you to think about the idea of taking that phrase, taking that frustration, and then using that as the way through to clarity and to focus. So in other words, if someone asks now, who do you think you are? You'll have to actually define who you think you are. So the second thing that I'd like you to think about in this idea of getting to focus is that we need to have as human beings, we need to have a beingness, right? Many of you have heard the phrase that we're not human doers, (laughs) but that we're human beings. And so we need time for the beingness, which means getting a little quiet, getting a little calm. Having time to yourself to just either be with your thoughts or learn how to not have so many thoughts. But getting to calm is another place where we can sort of build in time, space, a little room to breathe when that negative self talk comes up or perhaps when the negative talk comes from someone else. So the first thing we talked about was bringing awareness and then asking yourself, what would I have to believe? And then the second is finding some quiet time, building in space so that we don't have to have an immediate emotional reaction. And then thirdly, as we interrupt that pattern, setting a boundary that says, this is where I stand on who I think I am. And so in that idea of interrupting the pattern, we can set a boundary either for ourselves because of that negative self-talk or because of whatever information came in from another person, from our conditioning, from our programming, from expectations around us. And so I'd like to suggest that we could set a boundary, ask a question for clarity, or perhaps we let it go. In other words, have no response at all to someone else's negative phrase or a situation that that actually doesn't work for us. And then allowing ourselves to really have the awareness, the understanding of ourselves to let some things go with no response to them at all, but still staying in our focus and in our own ability to have clarity about who we think we are. And then lastly, I would suggest that small daily goals. Just getting through some small goals during the day allows us to stay on our purpose, on track, and in our focus. And human nature loves to have some quick wins. So creating small daily goals that allow you to give yourself the feedback, all is well. And so, again, I'd love for you to sort of think through today's idea, the idea that sometimes our negative self-talk is the very thing that gets in the way of us scaling our businesses. Because, again, if we can't manage our self-talk, how can we scale a business? So today, again, I want to just encourage you and speak life to you to notice self-talk. And then also notice how you respond to others' critical words or thoughts or ideas. Notice how you respond to them. And with that, remind yourself of who you think you are. And then stay focused. So I love it when I can hear feedback from members of our community and podcast listeners. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about this idea of these phrases that we talked about today that we've learned in our childhood or perhaps we've even just learned from other people in our lives? Think about this idea today. Let me know what your response is. How does it resonate with you? And then actually. Touch base, let me know how it's affected your life. Let me know if these shifts in this podcast are helpful to you. And then my last word of encouragement today is that when we think about whether it's our own negative self-talk or this world that we live in that is highly pressured, polarized, and oftentimes has a lot of conflict these days, I'd like you to think about the idea of who you think you are. And then I'd like you to appreciate that, be in gratitude for who you are. And then go out into the world and be that. Be who you think you are. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so grateful to have you here with me. If you love today's content and you want to share your inspiration, feel free to rate us and review us. Take a screenshot of that review and send it to info at Institute of Possibility Thinking and we'll send you a masterclass, Releasing the Habit of Rumination, as our gift. Looking forward to being with you on our next episode. And until then, you have everything you need within you.